Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections. This is a show brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation, showcasing community involvement. Today our guest is Melissa Lilly of Legal Aid of West Virginia. Melissa, I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. And Melissa, you are an attorney with Legal Aid, is that right? That's correct. And you are here to tell us a little bit about Legal Aid and a special program that you're working on. That's right. Okay, so let's just jump right in. Um, tell me about Legal Aid and, and what you do. Okay, so Legal Aid is a nonprofit law firm and advocacy organization, and we represent West Virginia's most vulnerable populations. Those include people who are living at or near the poverty level, mm -hmm. um, seniors, especially those who are residents of nursing homes or long-term skill facilities, uh, victims of domestic violence, and those individuals who've been diagnosed with a behavioral or mental disorder, and also our veterans. Legal Aid has 12 offices throughout the state, and we represent all 55 counties. Wow, so it is a statewide program. It is a statewide program. Okay. It is the state's primary um, advocate for those populations. Okay. Um, so you touched on the population that you handle. What kind of cases do you handle? So we handle civil cases, not criminal, and we do a wide variety of cases. Uh, broadly lumped together, I would say we do family law, which includes divorce, custody, um, child support, infant guardianship, and adoptions. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of housing cases. This could be um, evictions. It could be substandard conditions or it could just be a simple landlord-tenant dispute. Mm -hmm. We handle benefit, public benefit cases and um, help people to access public benefits that they might be entitled to, such as temporary aid to needy families, mm -hmm. supplemental nutrition assistance, Medicaid, um, and other benefits that they may be entitled to. We also have veterans programs that will assist veterans in a wide variety of legal issues. And um, just, we do some other um, consumer protection and bankruptcy very and very limited but we do do those types of cases um, and it really just runs the gamut from what a client needs if we can't help them we will help them that's a lot that's it's a lot. a lot it is a lot and and we're very fortunate that there are many attorneys who've been at legal aid and they've worked in an area a very long time and they have experience and expertise in all of these areas of law so there's always someone in one of the offices that is a go-to person for these wow. substantive areas of law. So and I think you may have touched on the answer but let's just expand just a little bit. The difference between legal aid and a public defender's office. That's a great question. Legal aid like I said we handle civil legal cases mm -hmm. so those are disputes that don't involve a crime. The public defender's office represents someone who has been charged with a crime and they don't do civil work. So what you have here, we've all watched TV shows when someone's arrested, they say um, you have the right to an attorney. If, an att if you can't afford an attorney, one will be appointed. That's right. And that's in the criminal realm. There is no such right in the civil, in the, on the civil side of law. So, so many citizens would be denied any access to remedy to justice if legal aid wasn't in play to represent those individuals in civil matters because they have no right to an attorney in those cases. Right, because in when you talk about a landlord dispute, 
chances are the landlord has multiple properties and is working with an attorney and has the resources. That's correct. Okay. Or even in a family case, maybe one party is the wage earner and the other party doesn't have an income. And when that party files for divorce and freezes the assets, the other party is at a disadvantage. Right. Um, so in order for both parties to have an equal footing, we try to provide services. That's, that's great. Um, yeah, so it's great. You're providing a, a service throughout the state and in all the counties, and that's wonderful. But I know that you're working on a, a project that uh, you work closely with and that I want to hear more about. This happening right here in Kanawha County. Sure. Um, it's called a Community School and Legal Partnership. What we've called it, and we refer to it as Lawyer in the School, just makes more sense, and it's exactly what it sounds like. So it, it makes me think of the old thing, lawyer in a box. There you go. But this is lawyer <laughs> this in a school. This is lawyer in a school. Yeah. And so right now we're at one school. We're at the Mary C. Snow Westside Elementary School. Right here in Charleston. Right here in Charleston on the west mm -hmm. side. And um, we have a legal clinic there. And it's actually the art room. And so we can have multiple, multiple attorneys meeting with clients at the same time. Um, we're there two afternoons per week and we assist families with any civil legal need that they may have. And the purpose of this program is really to stabilize the families so that if there's an issue at home, it doesn't affect getting the child to school and it doesn't affect the child's focus while he or she is at school each day. Because we all know if the parents are upset, if there is discourse in the family and in the home, it's gonna affect the child and they're gonna bring that to school. Well, if they even make it to school. So, sometimes if the parents have so much going on, there's no one to get the child up and bring them to school or get them on the bus. So, so it really is the way to get children into the schools and then make sure that when they're at school, their focus can be where it should be. Um, so I, I'm imagining that you're swamped two hours twice a week. Um, you're busy, are you? How many families? We're, we're pretty busy. So we started in January, January um, last year, 2017. Mm -hmm. We've been in the school one year. Okay. And in one year's time, we've um, seen over 100 families that have specific issues that come in to speak to us about their own problem or their issue that's happening. In addition, we have assisted in filing in the last three months 111 of the water contamination claims here. It, so we were, the months of November, December, and January, we were just completely swamped in assisting people in filling out those water claims and making sure that people who were entitled to a payment received it. Um, part, a big part of that was education as well. So many families were not aware that if, there, if someone else paid the water bill, if the landlord paid the water bill, that they were entitled to a claim. Um, there's also a pre-K program at Mary C. Snow Elementary. Most of those women who have three-year-old children didn't know there was a pregnancy claim, and that's $1,500. So it was that's a, a significant amount of money. That's a significant amount of money for most people. For someone living in poverty, it's life-changing. Mm -hmm. $1,500 could be rent for five months. Right. It could be a car to get you to a job. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's very significant. And um, we spend a lot of time at the school educating the parents and staff that, that mm -hmm. there is this benefit that's available and you must come in and file the, f the proper forms and we've spent a, a good bit of time doing that. So a hundred, over a hundred issues that were not related to that and then another 111 related to the water contamination claims. Wow. So in, 
And with all of these, I know the families are seeing immediate results, but with the water, I mean, that's a simple filing that's going to, they're going to see immediate impact for that. Um, immediate, I don't know. It, well, it might be a few months. Um, and we, and we've been telling people when they leave, please don't go out and spend this money. Oh, right. It, it may be a little while yes. before you, so if anyone's watching and you filed your claim, you know, don't, don't. That's true. Don't that's right. wait, till, wait till it comes. That's it. Wait till it comes. Uh, but no, at that school alone, we filed over $140,000 in claims. Wow. So, that's great. And, and that's, we'll stay in the West Side community. Tell me, how did this come to be? Like, what, what, what happened? How did, how did Lawyer in a School come about? Well, there's a program, an existing program at Mary C. Snow, and it was a law enforcement initiative. It's a nationwide program. It's called Handle with Care. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've heard of it, for, but for those viewers who haven't, the background is that um, anytime 911 is called and any responder goes to a home and there's a child in that home, mm -hmm. The school is notified. The school is notified before the bell rings the next day. Um, I've been there when these notices have come through, and the notices do not disclose any confidential information. They, it doesn't say anything about what the incident was. It simply has the child's name and the grade, and it says handle with care. And that and is just, um, excuse no. me, but that is to, to, for the teachers and the administration to understand that that child needs a little bit extra that day. That's exactly right. So when the school nurse or counselor come in first thing in the morning, they see the facts and every teacher or anyone who's going to have contact with the child that day is informed. Mm -hmm. You know, if the child falls asleep in class today, let the child sleep. Mm -hmm. If there's some behavior problems, give them a quiet place to calm down. Don't write, don't write them up and send them to the office. Mm -hmm. And if there's no homework, give them a pass, let them bring the homework later. Right. Or if, you know, if it's a test day and the student does poorly on the test, maybe let them retake the test because something happened at home last night. So that's a, that happens on the day of. That's right. And then what happens is there was no follow-up. This was a wonderful program mm -hmm. because it kept so many children from being re-traumatized. Right. You know, you have this trauma at home and then the next day you come and you're called out in class mm -hmm. and you're, it, it happens all over again. Right. Um, but what happens a week later when the incident, say it was a domestic violence call and the domestic violence is continuing in the home and the victim doesn't know where to go. So the school reached out and said, is there a way that legal aid can, can come to the school and help with this? And I think you have a great example of how you were able to help with that. Certainly, uh, we have a family that um, the student the, the mother and father were estranged and the father was harassing the, the family, the entire family, and breaking into the home. Mm -hmm. And he worked during the day. So the family would sleep during the day, it's when they felt safe, or, and then not go to school and mm -hmm. stay up all night. Um, and the mother had received a letter which she was going to be, they were going to file truancy charges against her. And she came to the school and said, what can I do? This is the reason that we're not sending him to school. Um, and we were able to get a protective order. We were able to help this family. Um, and this was last spring. Um, he was on the verge of truancy and was very behind in class. In December, on awards day, the mother came into the clinic with a perfect attendance. Oh, that's wonderful. And said, look what happened. We, we now sleep at night. Yeah. The child now comes to school and he hasn't missed a day. Oh. So that's really how the program is stabilizing these families. And if we're not in the school where people 
have a, already have a comfort level, they feel safe, they, don't, they wouldn't know where to go. Right. Wow. Melissa, you're wonderful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you are working with a lot of partners. That's right. That's right. This, how we're able to be in the school is that we received a pro bono innovation fund grant. It's a federal grant, and you have to find ways to engage new volunteers. So I don't staff this clinic alone. We have volunteers. Um, Kanawha Valley, four law firms have adopted months, and then we have other attorneys that fill in. So there's always multiple attorneys at the clinic. We also have community partners, such as Catholic Charities of West Virginia. We have the Canal Charleston Housing Authority, and we've also worked with Goodwill Union Mission on referring families for non-legal needs. Wow. So uh, you've been in the school a year. Mm -hmm. One year. Things are going good. Going very well. Uh, what's next? So we are one year into, this grant was for two years, and we're one year in. Um, our benchmarks were we're supposed to help 150 families in the two years, and we're counting the water claims, we're already at 211 families. Right. Uh, we're also supposed to engage 100 new attorneys in two years, and we've already engaged about 70 with a year, a year left. Mm -hmm. So because we're on track, we have been invited to apply for a sustainability grant for two more years. Um, if we find some local match. And so we're working with some funders in the community to try to come up with um, additional monies so that we can continue this program and stay in Mary C. Snow. Wow. Well, best of luck with that. Well, thank you. Thank and, you so much. And best of luck recruiting more partners and helping more families. Um, it's great. We, we have been very blessed to have the community respond, and particularly Kanawha County Schools and Mary C. Snow. We can't thank the administration enough for their cooperation with us. Yeah. So um, I just want to say if people wanted to get in contact with you, so you work particularly with Mary C. Snow, but mm -hmm. that would be um, www.lawest.com. WV, excuse me, LAWV.net mm -hmm. would be how you could get in touch with Legal Aid. Right. So, Melissa, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. This has been Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. We'll see you next time. For more info on the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org. <laughs>